What's up, you guys? Does capitalism get you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Productivity porn has created a business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life. However, this mindset has created unhappy, anxious, and burnt out people. On our podcast, we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and giving you time in the day to stop the gears of capitalism. And if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast? Then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 18 of Very Unimportant People. Do less. It's really coming down, won't you look out there for comfort in the rain rolling through the air. So nice to see the weather hasn't taken a Damn, that was sick. If you guys liked the intro song, make sure you check out Colin Bain on Spotify and on um yeah, it was on SoundCloud. <laughs> On SoundCloud, of course. Oh my gosh, my bad. Yeah, check him out. That song is called Storm Clouds. I mean, such a chill song, such a good song, such a good vibe for the podcast. Mm. Gets us in the mood, makes us feel like we're enjoying life and we're living in the moment too, you know? I mean, that (laughs) song makes me feel like I'm like sitting, I want to say in like a cabin in the woods, like drinking tea while it's raining and I'm reading a good book. That's that song's vibe. (sighs) Those are the Th- that's vibes, the bro. <laughs> so thank you, Colin, for setting that vibe. <laughs> if you want, thank you, Colin. Those vibes, immaculate. Immaculate. <laughs> we want more. <laughs> Thanks, Colin, for the music this week. Um, and again, guys, please go check him out. Give him some love. Give him some love. I'm your host, Lydia, and I have a $40 gift card to Tim Hortons. <laughs> wow. You are living this week. I'm rolling living. in the dough. <laughs> and my name's Courtney, and I planted my vegetable garden this week. Oh, so cute. And guys, our podcast is 18. 18. So, she can vote. I mean, she's out of the house. <laughs> She's you growing up believe. so fast. She's going to be politically active. She's going to change this country. She sure is. I like how we just like <laughs> both automatically defaulted to our podcast being a girl. I like that. That's very sweet. Yo, I didn't even notice that. We yeah, me too. That. I mean, yeah, I think our podcast is a lady. I think so. Not saying that ladies are unimportant, but we're they're funny. <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> Maybe it should be a man. Very unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Men are important mm. too. <laughs> uh, what kind of stuff did you plant in your garden? So, okay, so you're supposed to like start seeds like six to eight weeks before you plant your garden. Um, mm-hmm. We did not know that. We started our seeds about a week before we wanted to plant the garden. Oh, um, okay. So on Sunday, we like transplanted the seeds that we had planted inside into, we have like this garden tower which is basically like mm-hmm. a barrel with holes in it and you fill it with dirt and put stuff <laughs> in it. It's really cool. Um, and so we planted the seeds in it. And then when we went back the next day, we noticed that all the seeds were like droopy and dying. Oh, and that's what because the they're really not old enough to be outside. No, but also no. we don't have time to wait like six to eight weeks 
to like actually oh, shit. so we just went out and we bought a bunch of like already started plants um so we have <laughs> that's a good solution we have tomatoes we have Ooh. some peppers maybe some cucumbers we couldn't find any cucumber plants but there's still some seeds in there so mm. maybe they'll do something um, do cucumbers grow underground are they a root or are no. they a, like a fruit they're like a no they just grow like i guess they're i guess that means they're a fruit they grow like peppers and i, I so. think actually i think cucumbers are technically melons oh cool mm. okay yeah but they grow above okay. ground they kind of like it's kind of like a viney situation and they grow off the vines so you need like a trellis <gasps> for them that's so pretty yeah. oh my god um, <laughs> cucumbers just coming down from the ceiling we I have some peas we have some onions some rosemary Ooh. and some mint from last oh. season those ones oh. are already like doing good some swiss yeah. chard some lettuce oh yeah, that's we got a good great. selection going up yeah that's amazing oh that's gonna be wonderful mm-hmm. that's awesome i hope the deer don't eat it no so you gotta watch out my at. landlord <laughs> actually built a fence around our entire garden area mm. because of the deer oh so, so the deer sweet. stay out now so things can actually grow. Because, yeah, before, like, the deer would just eat things the second that they grew. Yeah. But now they have some time to actually produce things. And I'm hoping to, like, winterize oh. the garden tower. I'm going to try to, like, make it into some sort of, like, greenhouse situation next winter. And I'm going to see yes. if I can grow vegetables throughout the winter. Because it's, like, only – it only gets down to, like, six degrees in the winter here. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could. I feel like it's definitely oh, possible. Oh, you definitely could. And you could grow tropical pr- plants, too. Get some like really really rare stuff. I mean, you already have like tropical yeah. stuff over there. Inside. But... Well, my all indoor plants are tropical yeah. plants, right? So like all of my mm. plants, plants are tropical plants. I don't know if they would survive outside, oh, but yeah, so I'm cool. gonna see if I can produce food in the winter. That would be cool. That's awesome. Congratulations! Thanks. Really taking the front lawn episode to the next level. I really am. <laughs> really proud of you. I'm really, really embodying <laughs> that. I'm like, screw yes, front lawns. Yes. Food production, even What's though I'm not even growing in a garden, like my garden tower doesn't really <laughs> take up any front lawn space. But that's that's fine. That's beside the point. It's still, I mean, it's still growing your own food. It's still mm-hmm. doing your own thing. You know, doing something that the the world doesn't want you to know. That's it true. seems like a secret that you shouldn't be right? knowing how to do. How to like grow your own like, food, right? Capitalism. Yeah, I didn't even know where cucumbers came from until right now. There you go. <laughs> so I feel like it's very good. <laughs> Got to be educated. <laughs> Uh, and where did you get your uh your gift card from (laughs) um i me and my aunt did some heavy lifting Mm -hmm. um there was some holes in our trail and my aunt used to work for the city so um she recruited me to take a barrel up this really really steep hill and then (laughs) down the really really steep hill and to drop off a bunch of wood chips into the holes that are at the other end of the steep hill um so (laughs) i had to do that for like two and a half hours pretty much just back and forth back and forth um and i ended up transporting about a gallon uh no i don't really know how to measure um wood chips but it was a lot like it was enough to take up two and a half hours of work um of wood chips like into these like different holes around and stuff so she gave me a gift card (laughs) i wasn't even expecting to get paid i thought i was just doing it pro bono because she's like family i don't know why hard work but pays off we were just talking about it sure does (laughs) now i got timmy's (laughs) (laughs) oh that's nice though good for you feels good gonna get a bunch of ice caps thank you it was Mm. very very hard like 
it was, yeah, it was intense. I'm not going to lie. I think I have shoulder muscles now from carrying the wheelbarrow. And the craziest thing, one too, day the amount shoulder of muscles. people, that's, that's all it just takes. one day. It's it one only day. takes one day, yes. guys. One day of two hours of labor. If and you, you follow our workout muscles. plan. <laughs> you will be ripped by link. summer guaranteed you will be ripped in one day <laughs> like don't even don't even trip um but the amount of people who talk to you when you have a wheelbarrow is insane like i spoke to so many people that i had never talked to before in my life on the trail um people in my neighborhood who live around here huh. were like oh thank you thank you like they didn't even ask me what i was doing they just thanked me i was like oh my god <laughs> so nice and then little little kids like love seeing wheelbarrows and they point at it and they're like wheelbarrow oh it's really really cute and then the parents are like no you can't go in the wheelbarrow so it was a lot of fun a very fulfilling Aww. um feel like a productive member of my community so that was i great. feel like that's almost and like a social Timmy's. experiment like the fact that everyone talked to you when you had a wheelbarrow in your hand but like otherwise yeah. they wouldn't that's so weird yeah Oh, I know. It, it, yeah, it was crazy. It was. What if you were? It was like, very, very interesting. Burying a body, and everyone's just like, "Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you." <laughs> like, there's no indication that no you're idea. doing something good. That would be interesting, and then they could be like, "I talked to her on the trail. I thought she was just doing normal person stuff with a wheelbarrow on <laughs> no, the path." Normal. And they're like, "What do you mean? How is activities. that normal?" <laughs> Every single person is a suspect now. <laughs> They were all like, it's totally normal to have a wheelbarrow <laughs> and carry it around. Obviously, she's friendly. She has a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Were you wearing, like, any, like, specific attire? Like, I feel like if I No, I, I didn't saw... have the vest on. Yeah, the vest. That's, that's like, the indication to me that it's, like, a city worker or something. The high vest. You were just, you were just a random gardening. girl on the trail with the wheelbarrow. Yeah, just a random girl on a trail. I had gardening gloves, which I think might have done something for mm. a uniform type of thing. I guess um, so. And then I had the wheelbarrow. Interesting. So and people were like, I, thank you. Yeah, thank people you were like, thank you. They were like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they were like, wow, great day for you, eh? Because I was like going up the hill and they were like, do you want to go first? I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. And he was like, oh, I get it. You need momentum. I was like, you know. <laughs> You that know. happens to me all the time when we're hiking, when, like, we're going up and people are coming down and they always step to the side and they're like, go ahead. And I'm like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to. You're going to be here for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah, really? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't feel bad. Like, cut ahead of please, me. I can't do please this. Please do first. I need a break. <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. Like, the fact that I've been doing this for an hour and a half now, like, that's impressive. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. But it was good. I mean, yeah, social experiment complete. If you ever want to feel like you're doing something, just walk just a, wheelbarrow a wheelbarrow around. Just walk it around. See if you could get in places and let me know. Like, see if you could get into, like, a paid beach or if you really want to take it to the next level, try the movie theater. Walk in with a wheelbarrow and see if they'll let you in. I feel like that wouldn't help at all. <laughs> okay, how about like an outdoor amusement park? Yeah. Like if you go in with a wheelbarrow, yeah, plus a high vis vest, yes. Or maybe like an outdoor concert. Like post COVID, obviously there's not oh, concerts now, but you good. might be able to get into one if you. Or even like a garbage bag and one of those handle things and a vest. You can yeah. probably get oh in. Oh my god, that's so smart. You're just like a garbage picker upper. <gasps> that, yeah, that's cool. I feel like though the high vis vest is cheating. I'd, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like it's, it's cheating. It's not cheating. It's because using it's... the system to your advantage. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not like that's you're true. stealing it a It would take on a life anyway. of its own. Like, mm-hmm. that's anyone true. can go have his vest. So. They're important to have. Stay safe out there, yeah. guys. I don't want to be but trampled at the concert. just the wheelbarrow, it would be a continuation. That's true. You know? But if it's plus the high vis vest, it's like a whole okay, new. Okay, you know what? Like you get ten points kind of realm we're entering if in. you get in with just the wheelbarrow, and then if you also uh-huh. have the high vis vest, you only get five points. But like you still get points because it's still cool. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it is still cool. I mean, you got in for free. That's pretty, pretty <laughs> epic. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, and like twenty points to somebody who goes to the grocery store with the wheelbarrow and uses it as their grocery cart. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> oh my god. But that's actually that like a good idea insane. though, because it's like one that you can keep, you know? Like you just wheel it in. You wheel it out. It's eco friendly. Exactly. It's your own personal <laughs> shopping cart. It's COVID guys. You don't want to be touching those shopping carts. So bring your own. No, bring you a wheelbarrow. BYO W at the grocery store. Masks mandatory and so are wheelbarrows. <laughs> Save the planet. God damn it. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. And you know what? People would stop leaving their shopping carts in the middle of the place because it it's their own property. It would solve a lot of problems. It really would. The whole shopping cart dilemma or whatever. Have you heard there that the shopping know. cart itself is actually a social experiment? Why? Because it's like nothing nothing bad is going to happen if you don't put the shopping cart back, except another oh, yeah. human will be inconvenienced. So it's like, if you put it back, then it's like, okay, you're you're cool. You don't get anything out of it, though. Yeah. It's just an act of humanity. Goodness. Yeah. I don't really remember what the exact words are. I think it's and like... If you don't put it back. I think it's the level of respect that you have for people. Ooh, yeah. And like traditionally like low paying jobs. You know, like, if you don't put the shopping cart back, like, you know that you're just, like, fucking up that person's day and, like, making their life harder. And I take it as a sign that you have no respect for the people who work there. Put your shopping carts back. Yeah, just put them back. You're an adult. People don't need to be, like, cleaning up after you. (laughs) You can clean up after yourself. Put it back. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. And no, people don't get paid to pick up your shopping carts. They have other stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> You're not giving someone stuff to do. You're just making their lives worse. Because <laughs> now they have to go oh, running God, around trying to pick yeah. up shopping carts. Please don't. Be nice. Boo she. Okay, guys. Welcome to the future. <laughs> Wait. Or to the past? Okay, so last week we talked about. <laughs> just, I'm we'll, not about we'll to do that. <laughs> Last week, um, we talked about some really great stuff. We talked about the simulation and we talked about dodgeball. So on the Instagram, we asked a few questions for everybody and you answered. And this is your chance to get your voice heard every Tuesday, Wednesday. You are the leader of this podcast. The first question we had asked, do we live in a simulation? I haven't looked at the results. 64% said yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. A lot I'm of people glad. agree. I'm glad. And the next question was, have you ever experienced a glitch in the simulation? Mm. 57% said yes. I love that. That's crazy. That's cool. <gasps> Good to know that, like, I'm not the only one. Like, we're not the only ones who are having this, like, Mandela, like, Which weird doubling makes it even more convincing effect. that we are in a yeah. simulation if so many people have experienced glitches. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. Dude, that's wild. That's wild. Oh, there was actually like a little bonus one here about have you ever seen your neighbor bring in groceries? And I posted this on Monday on like the day the podcast came out. Mm -hmm. And I just decided to turn it into a poll because I thought it would be cool. Um, 67% said yes. Damn it. (laughs) So I guess guess people are just more observant than we are. Because at the time of the podcast, I was like, I've never seen my neighbor bring in groceries. I still haven't, guys. I still haven't. I did the day after, but oh, you know what? That that's might simulation. Be, it is because once you say it, it stops yeah. happening. The same thing happened with my cat. I yeah. stopped seeing her once I put it out once into the you world say, that like, I this see might her sometimes. Be the simulation, they like freak out and they're like, "Oh no, they know what's happening." Change it and then quick. They change it. Always be on the lookout, guys. Always be on the lookout for but these patterns because they're everywhere. Because then it's not gonna happen anymore. <laughs> 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 okay, so the next question we had was, "Do you think dodgeball?" is legalizing bullying. <laughs> 86% of you said no. <laughs> Thank God. Guys, no. God. I gotta say, like, I thought about this argument a lot, like, this one sentence, and I don't understand any of it because, like, it's... Dodgeball isn't illegal, you know? Like, <laughs> legalizing implies that they're making something that was illegal now okay legal. but like it's not yeah. what do you mean like, i think I still bullying don't get is it. illegal bullying is illegal and dodgeball yeah, is bullying a form is illegal, of bullying but you're saying okay okay that makes <laughs> so a little 86... bit more sense to me but <laughs> a little bit <laughs> still 86 percent, guys i mean fair enough you don't have to agree with my with my opinion it was <laughs> it was questionable <laughs> the next the next question was has dodgeball ever sent you to the office for ice or the er 75 percent of you said no which is actually kind of shocking because i have been sent to the office for ice because of getting hit in somewhere with the dodgeball like multiple times so i'm so sorry <laughs> i don't really understand this statistic or am i just like the only one you've never been sent to the office no. for ice what? From dodgeball? No. How am I the only one who like has this problem? It was just I, I don't I don't understand. Am I just bad at dodgeball? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I just can't throw a ball, I guess. I can't dodge. I just can't keep up with all the other kids, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyways. Uh, you can participate in fun stuff like that on our Instagram at very.unimportant.people. So Woo. let's get back to the amazing podcast today enjoy Enjoy. anyways okay sorry this week you guys we're gonna jump into the opinions um thank you for coming to that little you know segment the opening segment if you will okay so this week i want to do kind of a ted talk like we said a couple weeks ago our podcast has become a mix of opinions and ted talks so this week i kind of have a ted talk um i feel like we should call it and something about- else like like a ned talk because it's not quite <laughs> a ted talk you know like we're not qualified we, we're not You're experts right. mm. it's like the so knockoff it can't be a ted talk it's like the knockoff version of a ted talk okay ted tries ted tries <laughs> Ted tried his best. (laughs) Ted, we're talking. I don't know if we're learning, but we we are talking. We're just like, Ted is talking. Ted is talking. (laughs) That's that's the only thing we we can guarantee is that there will be talking. (laughs) We can't guarantee learning, life-changing, lecture style. But like, qualifications. (laughs) Lecture? Wouldn't Mm -hmm. call it that either. Lecture talk. 
It is. Ted is talking. You could call it like Ryan Rambles. Ted is talking. Ted talk. Ryan Rambles. Ryan Rambles. That's a good one. Anyways, we'll keep brainstorming. Continue. So with that's that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, that's that's what's happening right now. Um, and what I want to talk about today is. <clears throat> is breakfast the most important meal of the day or did we get completely manipulated by marketing into thinking that breakfast is healthy and it's a healthy part of your diet throw in your guesses now <laughs> and let's see how they live up to the end of the podcast because as you know for a really really long time people have been eating breakfast as uh, thinking it's the most important meal of the day. You'll learn this in school. You hear it all the time that you need to eat breakfast. Otherwise, your day is going to suck. And it started in the 1800s, in the late 1800s. Um, the industrial era led to the need for breakfast as a meal to get the working man, in quotations, through the day of hard labor. And sometimes they like wouldn't eat for a few hours. Um, and for some reason, this led to indigestion. Um, so I think they said it was because of their sedimentary lifestyle. Um, so if you were sitting or standing for a long time and you ate like a really, I don't know, you ate either nothing or you ate like a really big hot breakfast mm. that it would kind of like come back up and you wouldn't feel very good. Um, so they blamed it on a large breakfast and, uh, this dude, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, bet you didn't know that Kellogg was named after a guy. But it is. There was two of them. There's two brothers. Is it named after um, the guy who made it? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Cool, it's not right? Just like a random guy. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. That's a good thing to throw in there. It's not a random dude. <laughs> it, was, it was the dude who invented the cornflakes. Um, but he actually adopted the idea. Um, it was called granula at first, and he took that idea and he served it at a sanitarium that he worked at. What's and a sanitarium? Eventually he, Oh, okay. This is interesting. So a sanitarium, I know it sounds like an insane asylum or something very negative, but it was actually like a spa for very wealthy people to go to. And you could do like salt baths and massages and yoga and oh. retreats. And it was the first kind of wellness thing that became a mass marketed thing, okay. but it was only for like rich people at the time. And cereal so <laughs> became a part of that. <laughs> Yeah, Amazing. that's how it started. Because, okay, listen to this. This is a little sketchy. Okay, so he believed, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg believed that masturbating is a sin. And he believed that a bland diet, including cornflakes, was the cure. To masturbating? <laughs> yeah. So he would give it to people and they would eat like bland foods the entire week or two that they were there. And he would try to heal them. <laughs> it was low-key whack so always think about that guys when you're eating cereal because this was the og cereal this guy made the first cereal and then along with him came um the quaker oats but those were oats you know like still cereal but still oats um so he marketed this light breakfast cereal as a healthy alternative to, to a heavy breakfast <sighs> yeah <I had> to. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Um, There's no way I'm getting off this for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I, I, girl, I knew you would love it. That's why I included it. I was like, Courtney would freaking die at this. Um, so he said it would make you more productive at work. 
and he said it would um, help women stay skinny, which like back in the day, that was like, you know, the ultimate goal was to be skinny. Um, and it would <laughs> curb your appetite and give you lots of like healthy proteins and stuff like that. Um, so uh, you're not allowed to like completely lie to the public. So what they did is they funded a bunch of studies, um, which said that Classic. breakfast fueled you and made you productive, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's like two or three studies in the 1900s, and both of them are made by like cereal giants, Kellogg's and Quaker Oats, nice. I believe. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Classic. Um, after this, it was a little bit of a while before there was a pushback from the heavy breakfast companies. And they said... We need to get this world back on track because there is no way that this cereal thing is going to take off. Um, so they asked a bunch of, of physicians just a really random question. And they it was an opinion question. They were like, is heavy breakfast better than a light breakfast? And I think out of 5,000 of them, 4,000 were like, yeah. And they ran with it. They took it and they ran with it. And they put it out into the public and tried to change the public opinion. So the person who did this, who was running this campaign, his name was Edward Bernays. Bernays. Bernays or Bernays. My bad about that. He is a very influential marketing tycoon, I'm going to call him, because he got women to take up smoking in the 1920s, declaring cigarettes liberty torches and made it a feminist movement and that women could do whatever men could do. So he used these psychological like manipulation tactics and tried to use like the public opinion to turn women into smokers because he realized this huge untapped market of people, 50% of the population wasn't smoking and that was 50% of revenues lost. This dude is Sigmund Freud's nephew. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> whack. I, whack right? I hate that. I hate that so <laughs> much. I don't understand. I don't understand. This is like a beef that I have with feminism. This is going to be a very short rant. But like, I don't understand okay. why feminism is always like, let's turn women into men. Like we we they can yeah. do anything that like men can do they they should become men like we've talked about this before on the podcast like the handshaking mm -hmm. and like, I feel like yeah in order up. to make it super equal you have to do you have the to exact be the same exact thing. same so if men smoke women women should smoke too yeah, otherwise they we should are, become we aren't the CEOs equal of tech companies <laughs> because like they need to do what a man does and like they need to dress like a man and like no it's fine we can be different guys we can be different but equal yeah you know mm -hmm. we don't have to be same, the same same but same same but different okay anyways <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a very very good point but that's how women got into smoking <laughs> it's just kind of crazy um okay so we have these two sides about breakfast right mm -hmm. so we have the heavy breakfast people who are saying um that it's better based on opinions and we have the light breakfast people who are saying um it keeps you skinny and it keeps the indigestion away I, <laughs> this is where it kind of gets a little opinion-y. Okay. Um, some people, some people do not eat breakfast and they are perfectly healthy or they eat a small breakfast mm -hmm. and they're still perfectly healthy. In Poland, um, when I, whenever I go visit my family there, we eat a huge breakfast, we eat a huge lunch and then a really small dinner. And, you know, it's changes from a lot of different countries too. Also, whether you, you eat cold things for breakfast or hot things for breakfast, because the hot generally is associated with big as well and heavy. Mm -hmm. And then the cold is associated kind of with cereal and stuff. Yeah. So this kind of also brings us full circle to Courtney's mm -hmm. old point about cold water being better for you and burning more calories because cold breakfast, <laughs> same thing, same idea. 
Um, it's digested slowly. The body needs to warm it up. And because of this, the cold breakfast, aka cereal, can actually cause indigestion and <laughs> abdominal pain. Okay, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, yeah. hold up, hold up. I don't know if I completely I, follow this because, like, sorry, I'm really far away from my mic. Um, <laughs> Cereals, cereals cold in comparison to like scrambled eggs or something that you cooked on the stove, but it's not cold. Like with water, it was ice cold. There was ice in it. But with, like yeah, my cereal is not. Still... I, I don't put it in the freezer. Like it's not frozen. <laughs> it's, it's room temperature cold, cereal. But it's I don't just think cold it's room good. temperature. Don't you get your milk from the fridge? I guess so. I don't think it doesn't really make like it's, it. It's cooler than. I wouldn't call my cereal <laughs> cold. I would call it. Yeah, anyways. But it's a cold breakfast in relation to... Okay, well... (laughs) Anyways, people still prefer warm breakfasts. There's this... Mm -hmm. There was this little... um, Argument that happened on Wikipedia, like, many years back, where they discovered that 56% of the population still prefers a warm breakfast. So, I mean, it's kind of 50-50, but still. Um, The question is, is it healthy? Breaking your fast after sleeping for that long, it's supposed to be a slow process. Like, for example, when you don't eat for 24 hours or something like that, or if you go to the hospital and you have to slowly get your diet back on track, you have to do it slowly with really light foods and things that don't, like, overload your system, and you have to kind of slowly reintroduce your body to food. But for some reason, we're like, yeah, like, let's eat, like, so much at the beginning of the day. So eating a bunch of food at the beginning of the day is actually a dieting trick, some people claim. Oh, yeah, I've <laughs> like heard about this. Like, the second I Googled it, it was like, yeah. And it says that if you eat a big breakfast in the morning, um, it will kind of hold your hunger and it'll be good for your metabolism because it jumpstarts your metabolism. And people who eat a small breakfast in the morning are more likely to make up for it with a big dinner. And by that point, you're not your metabolism isn't like working as quickly and it isn't going as fast. And like, there's some things that suggested um, that it kind of backfires and your metabolism works the quickest in the morning. However, these are all like, you can't quite put a pin on people's eating habits. Like it's kind of difficult to not include other factors. Like do they work out? Mm -hmm. Are they smoking in the morning instead of eating breakfast? Because obviously if you're smoking, then you're also not eating. So that could skew the statistic a lot too. Um, some people just don't feel hungry. <laughs> and I mean, this it was never proven pretty much. It was never yeah. proven that eating a huge breakfast in the morning is going to make you skinny. In fact, it said that for some people it has the opposite effect. Okay, so the point is that cereal is not a healthy breakfast anymore because it has become this sugary thing that people give to their kids and then they get like a sugar rush and then they're so starved for that sugar for the rest of the day and pretty much it depends on your body you're probably fine either way eat if you're hungry but this whole this whole like mentality around like breakfast being the most important meal of the day being shoved into people's faces and constantly being this battle between breakfast is the most important meal of the day and breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day we did get a little fucked up by marketing (laughs) and we did like they really did get us Mm. you know like we're only having this fight because the words breakfast is the most important meal of the day 
are an advertisement that mm-hmm. we now take as facts. Um, yeah, and pretty much you're you're good either way. So the question is, was this manipulation? I have here a list of manipulation tactics that people have used, and we're going to see if they apply to um, cereal being, like, the most important meal of the day or, like, marketing, this kind of thing, okay? Okay. So the first one we have is passive-aggressive behavior. I would say no. (laughs) Yeah. The second one we have, implicit threats. I would say maybe because... They are kind of threatening that you would be unhealthy. Some of the advertisements said that it could lead to heart disease um, if you don't eat breakfast yeah. <laughs> or diabetes. Or like Does saying seem that it's going to make you skinny or that like mm. if you eat a bland breakfast, you won't masturbate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't public. That was that was what they were trying oh, to Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it wasn't like public. They weren't like. He just no. He just like had a the theory. Sanitarium. He was like, "I need all these rich people to stop." Yeah, pretty much. Like that was only at the sanitarium. It was his own personal thing, and it kind of came out later that he was like, mm. "Yeah, it was originally supposed to stop masturbating <laughs> completely because of sin." <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yep, yep. Like parents weren't giving it to their kids, being like, "You will be cured." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they had no idea. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so the third example of a manipulative behavior is dishonesty. Yeah. I think some would say yes. Withholding information is the next one, yeah. which I would definitely say that, yes, you were withholding information. Isolating a person from the loved ones. I, I mean, so. I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe the people at the sanitarium. <laughs> but sure. like, yeah. yeah, maybe. But the general public, I don't think you're isolating yeah. anyone. Anyways, the next the next factor is gaslighting. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I actually have no idea what this means. <laughs> like, is it? I thought it was just I, another word for manipulation. No, I have to look up the definition for gaslighting every time I hear someone use it. But I'm pretty sure it's just, like, kind of when you convince someone that they're crazy almost. Like, a uh, Right. I didn't say that. Or, like, a uh, Hold on. Let me let me find a better <laughs> example. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good. Because I always thought it was just kind of the same thing as manipulative behavior. Like, Being dishonest, withholding information. I feel like it's all... So it's a form of psychological abuse where a person or a group makes somebody question their sanity, perception of reality, or memories. So being like, that didn't happen. That's not what I said. Like, Mm. I never did that when they actually did that. So this person is like, oh, like, am I just crazy? These things didn't happen. And then I'm saying they did. Or like, yeah, that's gaslighting. Mm. Okay, interesting. Did the cereal industry do that? Um... (laughs) I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that one. The next one is verbal abuse. I don't... I said no yeah, for this one. I don't, think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel verbally abused by cereal. And the last one? No, me neither. I mean, maybe they did in the day, but I, from what I read, all of the advertisements were, like, very nice, and they were very, like, be healthy. You fat lard. Protein, stay skinny. Eat cereal. <laughs> piece of shit (laughs) god look at you just eating bacon like an idiot (laughs) um and the last one is use of sex to achieve goals honestly i don't think cereal did this i'm not oh the masturbation thing i didn't even think about that but yes thank you for bringing that back yes of course that (laughs) but also like most advertising uses sex to sell things even if it's not like porn you know like it's like pretty pretty 
pretty people. Half naked yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially for beer. I wrote beer skin movie posters. Mm-hmm. Like I think it all kind of has a lot of. I'm sure there's cereal, sexy stuff mm-hmm. going on. Um, <laughs> in conclusion, half and half. <laughs> we're we're at about we're at about fifty fifty here, <laughs> which I mean it's interesting. I mean they figured out how to psychologically. Um, like trick people yeah. into or just swaying the public opinion, like yeah, like they did. Pretty cool. I mean, create people are geniuses. An entire meal, essentially. So that's that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, in conclusion, I think it's a little shady, but I do low key have respect for how these people operate, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe not respect, but intrigue, mm-hmm. interest. I like to be knowledgeable about how people choose to manipulate people. So <laughs> I guess that's kind of interesting too. And we did get manipulated into a breakfast war. So I think for us, the commoners, we need to question everything. Always remember that people probably just want your money. <laughs> and if we want to bring it into the current times, I think the public interest is kind of moving towards companies that give back to the communities or have values and like actual like responsibilities towards the environment and sustainability and and responsibility to the consumer and stuff like that um but i think that the ideas around breakfast might be changing again because people are home yeah more than ever now maybe people don't want cereal now now they want to be able to make something really nice for themselves to to have that mental well-being of making yourself a really beautiful meal to start the day off right so i mean Keep your eye out. Like, what are we going to hear next? Like, next thing you know, everyone's going to be like, you need to fucking eat five pounds of food in the morning. Otherwise, you will die at a young age <laughs> or something like that. Die. So just make sure. Otherwise, you will get pregnant yeah, and die. Like, you will get pregnant and die. <laughs> um, and one last thing I want to bring up is this doesn't really have anything to do with breakfast, but okay. it's about something I saw on TikTok. And I think it kind of relates to being manipulated by like marketing slash, maybe this is a good segue into your section, Courtney. Ooh, okay. So I saw it on TikTok and um, I've been getting these, not ads, but it's these people who are like, fluoride is bad for you. Fluoride is literally killing you. It's doing this. It's doing that. People are giving me toothpaste alternatives and all this shit. It's like this crazy new thing. So I looked deeper into it just for like a couple of minutes because I was like, I wonder like what is really the big deal about fluoride? Every single dentist on TikTok is like, there's nothing wrong with fluoride. Um, it makes your teeth healthy. It stops decay, mm-hmm. which is very important. So make sure you get your fluoride. And the people's argument against fluoride is that it blocks your third eye and to that i would like to say that i don't think toothpaste is stopping your third eye from opening i think it's your attachment to the idea that something other than yourself is holding you back from being enlightened and i don't think that was so (laughs) deep oh my god thank you but i think i've been realizing this even with the crystals yeah People need to realize how powerful they are mm-hmm. because you feel like you need an outside, some outside help, some outside being. Yeah. Quitting fluoride. You need a crystal. You need a horoscope to tell you what to do. But you need to realize that you are doing all of these things. All of these things are doable by you. In conclusion, all hail capitalism, Go our on. new religion. <laughs> Wow, this has been truly a wild ride from it has been a roller coaster, hasn't it? Oh my! When you said you were talking about breakfast, I was not prepared 
for the feelings <laughs> that I would feel. That was a what? I just need a second to digest what you just said. Okay, but, no worries. No worries. But I Be mean, on the yeah. Everybody. Yeah, like, right? it's true. Everyone is looking for, like, something, like, a scapegoat almost to why they're not. Something to blame it on. Mm-hmm. Why they're not this or but why not that. But you are it's not doing the all of these things. Yeah. It's not the fluoride. Good point. It's never been the fluoride. It's you think people have, people 50 years ago haven't opened their third eye and still brushed their teeth? Look at your grandma's teeth. I bet they're gorgeous. I bet she's been using fluoride. She enlightened? Entire life. I mean, I don't know. Maybe someone's grandma is enlightened. But, like, I don't think fluoride is stopping enlightened people from existing. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, and... That's true. Take care of yourself. Isn't that a part of enlightenment? Is taking care of yourself? Yeah. Anyways, you never you never know. <laughs> Can't argue with that. To br- let's bring it back to, to breakfast for a hot yeah. second. You never know in a hundred years what this generation's cigarettes or cereal is going to be and what people are going to look back on and be like, oh my god, we were so stupid. Like we, I can't believe we believed that, you know, cigarettes were a feminist thing and I can't believe that, you know, we thought cereal was a really good way to start your day or blah, 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 whatever. So just stay inquisitive stay curious <laughs> sure if that's stay curious friends <laughs> it's so good to be curious <laughs> and remember your god capitalism <laughs> remember your god <laughs> oh wow wow thank you for that, that yes was... yeah thank you for listening everybody mm-hmm. i hope you got educated i know that it ended in a stalemate between breakfast and not having breakfast and it just really depends on your body and you know if you're hungry you eat but i think it's important yeah i think to stop fighting about it i think that's like (laughs) the biggest thing is that like for me personally i've realized that i really hate the idea of like daily routines and i think they're really stupid because Mm -hmm. like i don't feel the same way every day so I'm Ooh, always frustrated when I try to do a daily routine because, like, they never really work for me. But I do think it's because, like, I just feel so different depending on the day. It's so true. And, like, with... Listen to your body. 100%. Like, with breakfast, some days I wake up and I'm like, the thought of eating makes me nauseous. So why would I force myself mm. to eat breakfast? Because, like, what is the most important meal of the day? But then some days I wake <laughs> up and I'm, like, really hungry. So, yeah, I'm going to eat a yeah, big breakfast. Same. And you know what? That's the best way to do it. Or, like, also I do... I do see the fact that, like, the introduction of the eight-hour workday created, like, a need for breakfast. I do see that because, like, yeah, when you go to work, you have to eat a lot of food before you go because you're not going to be able to eat for so many hours. But, like, when you're Mm -hmm. working at home, like, I just... You can just eat. Yeah, I just snack all day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, me too. I love snacking all day. (laughs) Snacking. Eating all the time. It's awesome. It's really coming down to look out there For comfort in the rain rolling through the air So nice to see the weather hasn't taken a break From melancholy hill flowing down to the lake The gray is stretching out from where I am till far It's coming down hard, thick as smoke from a cigar Okay, everybody, welcome back to the second half of the episode. Um, I'm going to talk baby. about my opinion, which is kind of related to Lydia's in a way. I didn't realize, like, how related it would be until Lydia really got into the serial stuff, which I'm still trying to process. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird sometimes. We we get on the same wavelength with some of our opinions sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes. they just fit so well and into just one another. Randomly. Like, 
kind of cool. Anyways, my opinion (laughs) this week is about uh, social media algorithms and that I'm not really mad at algorithms or like data collection. (laughs) I'm just mad that they're trying to pretend that they aren't there. I'm mad about the cover up, but I'm not mad about their existence. And I think that we get a lot of benefits from their existence and that we could be benefiting more if they were just upfront about it. And so I'd love this. This opinion actually came from, I read about this thing called the Facebook emotion experiment. Have you heard about this? Um, Does this have to do with them putting more emotions in the like? No. Like you have the smile, you have the, okay, then no, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) So in 2012, Facebook selected 700,000 people randomly for an experiment and didn't tell them. Okay. And these, so half of the 7,000, um, they altered their newsfeed to be more positive posts. So they basically filtered out anything negative. And on the other, I guess, 350,000 people, it was, um, they filtered out all of the positive stuff because they wanted to see if they could influence people's emotions based on what people were seeing on their newsfeed. Oh my god. And by the end of the week, they actually found that people who were seeing positive stuff were more likely to create their own positive posts. And people who were seeing negative stuff were more likely to start posting negative things. So they basically concluded that they can influence the way that people feel based on what you're seeing on your newsfeed. That was just the beginning, 2012. That was (laughs) just the beginning. Oh, you know what else happened in 2012? Coney 2012. Do you remember that shit? Our feelings were very much influenced by this video of this guy who was was trying to, like, save the kids or something like that. Oh, was that that? all those kids that were, like, kidnapped? Yeah, I think so. And they were in a campus. I don't know. It was crazy in my elementary school, though. Like, people wrote Coney 2012, like, on t-shirts and binders and shit like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) A blast Uh, from the past. Wow. I know, right? The beginning of the internet. They were smart. That is... Good for Facebook. Yeah, I mean, not everyone was so happy about it. A lot of people were really mad because of course. <laughs> they basically, like, yeah. performed an experiment on people without telling them. Or I, they mm-hmm. say that they didn't gain their consent, but they actually did. Um, but oh. some critics were saying that, like, it was kind of mean because they were intentionally trying to make people sad. Like, you were really lucky if you were the happy people, but it could have had some really True. bad outcomes if you were one of, like, the sad people. And maybe, like, your mental health was already not so good. Like, it could have gone really poorly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good, but, that's a good point. But uh, Facebook's data use policy actually has a clause in it that warns people that they can use your information for internal operations, including uh, troubleshooting, data analysis, testing, research, and service improvement. Oh, so you actually sign up, up to consent to be part of any <laughs> oh research God. projects that they do when you sign Anything. up for Facebook. Oh my God. So they can because experiment Because Facebook you. is a social experiment. <gasps> the whole thing is just an experiment. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But then that kind of got me thinking, like, I wasn't really mad about them doing this. Like, as an internet user, I'm not really under the impression that what I'm seeing on my feeds are, like, realistic or realistic representations of life. Like, I'm very aware of the fact that there's an algorithm. Good. Um, So it kind of got me thinking about, like, I wish that you could actually, like, they would be really upfront about their algorithm and, like, work with us so that you could choose your own algorithm like if i could just select things that i didn't like and be like i don't want to see this i would love that or if i could go into my if i'm having a bad day if i could go into my social media and say like i only want to see happy things today 
Like, I'm not in a place oh. where I can see bad things or I just don't want to go there. That would be amazing. It would improve the Dude, user experience oh. so much. <gasps> that would be so useful. Like, I feel like TikTok already does this very well. But to your point, sometimes I get on tax TikTok and I start learning about TFSAs <laughs> and investing your money and just too much about taxes. Uh -huh. And it's always like, if you're Canadian, listen up, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not always in the mood to listen about how 100%. I should be bettering my life through taxes and through interest. Like sometimes I'm like, dislike, 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 dislike. And then what if they never give it to me again, but I still want mm -hmm. it, you know, I, I exactly. see what you mean. Like, it would be good to be able to it to your day. Pick. Or like personally for me, mm -hmm. I really hate seeing fitness content on like any of my social media. I just like have a really yeah. hard time digesting fitness content. So if I could just say like, I don't want to see this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see toxic things. Like I just want my social media yeah. to be a place where Your I can friends. like improve, you know, just like an escape. That would be yeah, great. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Okay. Your friends. This is something that I noticed like two weeks ago. On Instagram? Yes. There's no people on Instagram anymore. You scroll through your newsfeed. Takes like five minutes to find it's a person insane dude What's every fourth post happening? on instagram is an ad and if it's not every fourth post it's every but fifth even if post. it's not it's an ads, ad you have to scroll like all of mm -hmm. my instagram feed are like pages that i follow that aren't people and like if i want to see people it's in my stories at the top but oh everything God. else is like not real people it's just like oh pages and i was yeah. telling janine yeah, about it's just, it like, and it's because they changed the yeah. algorithm like it used to be just did they yeah it used to be the um like it used to be a timeline right like it used to just be yeah. like the most recent thing that was posted but that's not how they do it anymore it's not the most recent thing it's yeah the things that get the most engagement get pushed to the top of your newsfeed. so obviously pages yeah. with like a lot of followers are getting a lot of engagement so like national geographic for example gets pushed to the like mm -hmm. the top of my newsfeed all the time and it's not that i don't want to see the pictures mm -hmm. from national geographic but like I would also like to see real people on my Yeah, Instagram. exactly. It's like, stop. This is supposed to be a social media. Yeah, and it's not. <laughs> I do not remember. And I believe that about, like, let's say you follow 300 people. I'm pretty sure 290 of those people are actually yeah. people. And then the other, like, whatever, 10 accounts. And I feel it's like, bad. You know, like, same here. I follow, like, some art mm -hmm. accounts. I'll follow, like, some BuzzFeed accounts, which, oh, not BuzzFeed, but Six Buzz, like that Toronto oh, yeah. Um, like meme account and also kind of news account too. I swear to fucking God, they only post like twice a day, but I see their content non-stop. I'm like, bro, I follow two meme accounts and all I see is memes. That's like, insane. It's so exhausting. And it makes me feel bad because like last <laughs> night I literally had to go through my Instagram and unfollow a bunch of pages just because like, yeah, I just want to see actual people on my Instagram, but I feel bad mm -hmm. because it's not like those pages are directly doing anything to do this and like i don't want to be yeah. following like small business and stuff like that that need the support True. but like i'd also like to have some control over my <laughs> over my instagram feed yeah i totally agree like you want to see your friends not just like people asking you to buy their stuff mm -hmm. or random shit yeah I, I get that i miss seeing people's faces do you think it's because they were bought by facebook that now it's just like In my instagram feed. is kind of going down a hole yeah. like i love instagram it's making it's doing good things for yeah. us, but it it is not. It's not what it, it used to be. Isn't. Make Instagram casual again, guys. Yeah, like just make it. <laughs> this is off topic of the algorithm. Somebody, like, please, we need some sort <laughs> try of to be chill. like if you're a software developer or whatever it's called, engineer out there, mm -hmm. you need to make a social media platform 
and not expect oh to make any money off it. We just need somebody to make one and just put it out into the ether that we can use that they don't want to make money off of. Because then there won't be ads or anything like that. Like, just for people to use. That's what we need. I, I agree. Great. That sounds like so much fun. That would be great. Hmm. That'd be so awesome. Anyways, moving on from TikTok. Moving on from Instagram, sorry. Um, I was thinking about TikTok a lot, too. And the TikTok algorithm. Yeah, TikTok is so algorithm, interesting. Yeah, it's crazy because algorithms on TikToks are almost an art. Like mm, that's so beautiful. It's it's I mean for me though at least like I'm very aware of the algorithm and I will purposely like certain videos sometimes and purposely skip over other ones just to influence Same. the algorithm so that I can see more content that I like. And like when I watch somebody mm-hmm. else's TikTok, like if I go on Sinead's phone and watch his TikTok, I hate it. I don't find it entertaining. But that's because like we yeah. each tailored our TikToks to what we like to watch. And it would be cool mm-hmm. if you could more intentionally do that. Like, I don't want to be purposely skipping videos sometimes yeah. just because, like... You know you can dislike on TikTok. Can you? I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. You hold the video. You hold the video and it'll tell you, like, don't want to see any more of this content. Oh, and you don't even have to give amazing. a reason. You can just be like, I don't want to see this content. That's what I'm talking it's, it about. It works, too. But, okay, so I'm talking about I want that. Sometimes. But I yeah. want it, like, you know when you go on when you go shopping online you know you get onto like a clothing Mm. store and you filter your results like i want to buy pants today so you click on like filter pants by this size that's what i want for my social media feeds because i'm not the same person every day we just talked about this i don't like daily routines yeah so i would like to be able to choose what i want to see every day Mm -hmm. you know if i need to change it sometimes if i'm having like a rough week and i only want to see happy Mm -hmm. stuff then yeah or if one week I'm feeling pumped up and want to see a lot of, like, social issues, then, yeah, I should be able to see that. Like, I just want to have control over the algorithm. I don't want them to pretend that it's not there. I don't want them to deny it. Own it and let me use it. That's my I opinion. think you have an idea for a new social media app here, Courtney. Like, I don't, I think TM, you have, TM, like, TM. A... trademark, trademark. <laughs> guys, you can't take it. This I said is, it first. This is a copywritten idea, guys. <laughs> yeah, I got like, the copyright. Courtney is literally, you're onto something here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my opinion about social media. I don't, I don't hate the algorithm. I just want to use it. I would like, I would like to have yeah, that Yeah, I would love to use it too. I totally agree. I think the algorithm is great i love it when they show me things that i want to buy or things that i'm interested in or like mostly this applies to clothing because sometimes i'll be like oh like that was such a cute piece of clothing or something and then i'll see ads for it and then i'll see ads for like sustainable clothing and you know if i was looking at a mug i'll see ads for mugs i'm like dude fucking perfect and it knows what niches i'm obsessed with at the moment like right now i'm watching the office so i'll see more of the office stuff that i can buy before i was into beetlejuice so it was just like tell me about like beetlejuice stuff that i can buy it's great it honestly makes my life so much easier and so much more convenient Mm -hmm. and to be able to input data and voluntarily be like please take my data (laughs) the convenience (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean the convenience factor would be crazy that was that was like the next point that i was going into was about ads and like I would like to preface this with I'm not talking about political ads. I know that there's a lot of controversy around, like, Facebook and the elections and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm literally just talking about, like, consumer ads. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I think they're great. I really love ads. (laughs) I think they're great. great. I would, like, I'm going (laughs) to see ads anyways, right? 
like ads yeah. ads are gonna be there anyways so happen. i'd rather see relevant ones than useless ones if they're gonna be there anyways like i'd rather see one that i could use yeah. than something i don't care yes, about i totally i totally agree this is where i found my new sports bra from an ad and, you guys like, like it's good stuff social media does the work for me I Google something yeah. one oh. day. Oh, my God. And the next day, Facebook is like, don't worry. I got you. I did the research. These are good options for you. And I'm like, great. Thank you. So much time thank saved. You. So and much. And now at least I can, yeah, like, it's so look. I can narrow it down to a few brands. Like, I don't have to choose the one that Facebook feeds me. Like, I'm – sometimes I feel like when people talk about ads, it's almost like they assume people don't have, like, autonomy or, like – thoughts you know like i don't have to click on the ad i can choose not to click on the ad if i don't want to buy the thing yeah. but if i'm looking for the thing and then i do research on that brand like they just they yes, take out so much work yes. for me they take oh, out the I research they portion pick the, you know pick the brand that like perfectly aligns with everything that you already agree with mm-hmm. perfectly aligns with everything you currently are interested in and it's just it's just amazing like i don't mind being turned into a bunch of keywords if it means that (laughs) my life will be more convenient and I have to spend less time on yes the internet and like on social media and stuff like that which I know is not exactly what they're going for too like these apps are low-key designed to make us stay on them for longer maybe that's why they make it so hard to find content and to find people who you know they're like we'll make they just want to keep you on it yeah because they just want to keep you on but honestly (gasps) they would do it would be better if I could filter it because, like, for example, this week I've had to take a break from Instagram just because I just mm-hmm. felt like it wasn't good for my mental health this week. And I just, like, yeah. couldn't handle it. And I know that a lot of people lot. that do that. And, like, if I could yeah, actually just I filter. I posted on Instagram. If I could filter so my newsfeed, or if I could just, like, design yeah. it to be a space that I would be okay interacting in for, like, this week or whatever, I would use it more. But... Now I'm just not using it because I can't. I have no control over it. Yeah. You know what you're going to see and you know it's not going to be anything that relieves stress, (laughs) makes you happier, (laughs) makes you feel anything other than more stress or anger towards Mm -hmm. the app, towards where it's gone. Yeah. And I know like a lot of people when it comes to ads are like mad about companies taking their data Oh, yeah, like spying on us yeah. and like stealing and our like, data. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Like, I have an issue with them taking, like, my personal data, like, my name, my social security number. Like, I have an issue with that, but I don't really think my behavioral data is something that is secret. Like, I go out into the world every yeah. day. People, like, technically everyone has access to your behavioral data. And I think it'd be mm-hmm. kind of cool That's if I could point. also access my own behavioral data. Like, if I could go on the apps and, like, learn more about myself. What do you I like? more self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Who am <laughs> what I? What do I like? Tell me. <laughs> me. I think Facebook Dude, knows. right up my alley. I think Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> yeah. I think they know who I am. And I've been trying to figure it out for such a long time. <laughs> you could just tell me who I am. They're like, based on your recent likes, this is what you should, this is what your goal should be for the next five to ten years. Based on your recent <laughs> purchases and behavioral okay, consumer so activities, mix, this is where you should hold live. Hold on. This is your hold home. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Mix <laughs> social media with like horoscopes. We could make a new thing where like yes! social media yes! literally tells you all this stuff. And honestly, honestly. What your personality I is. I really like, okay. TikTok. TikTok knows who we are, guys. We've yeah, all TikTok had that experience where TikTok, like, literally mm. sends us videos that are 
just word for word descriptions of our lives. Like they know it's who wild. We are, and I really want you to know, know the video. I want to know too who I am. <laughs> you know, they know the video that we're gonna be like, holy fucking shit, how did it read my thoughts? Yeah. But that's because it anticipates what your next move mm-hmm. is and it knows what your thoughts are before you that's know what your so thoughts are. Cool. Like it's just insane. let me have access to that. That's all I'm asking. You can keep doing it. Just let me in on it. That sounds cool. That would be so interesting. Be what so a cool. what an amazing new world that would be. Yeah. You just input your data. And I don't think it would be negative, too, because if you know more about it, you could input more data, yeah. which brings you a more personal connection with the apps, therefore making you want to return to them more based on what the apps are. Like you put in your personal data, you post your own photos and videos and stuff like that. And that's kind of a part of the appeal of it, right? Like you put in something of yourself. So if you could hone in on that, you you would not stop going on these apps. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you, whoever's out there, social media people who are listening. But also, this this is is our idea. idea. So I take I take it back when I said that I want. This is my idea. (laughs) Don't take it. Hire Courtney Majewski for your consulting needs. And this, yeah, this is genius. Oh my gosh, like a little little switch you can click or something like that. Like um, TikTok kind of did it. They have like an education oh, yeah. side of TikTok, but it would be cool if you Just could like get it even, it even more. Yeah, filtered comedy, mm-hmm. education. It's so sad in my feelings. Cool. Breakup. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm into. Would it. that divide the internet even yeah, 100%, more though? Because everyone's think? like so mad. About oh, okay. <laughs> But again, I don't really like, yes, they shouldn't take my personal data, but like, I don't understand the data that they're taking. And I don't understand the argument that they're like, oh, but if they know these things about you, they know how to sell you something. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be. But I, I'm a person it. like with thoughts. I, yeah, I don't exactly. just see an ad and I'm like, buy, like. Must buy. <laughs> Like, do I need this? You know, maybe we need some financial literacy classes. Maybe let's do that Mm. so that people understand how to budget and how not to buy the thing that they see the ad for. But I don't know if there's a problem with the ad because there's always been ads. And just because they're getting better at targeting specific people, I don't know if that makes it like more wrong. I think it just makes the economy stronger because it's becoming harder to target people. So they need to find new ways to target yeah. people. Like people don't read the newspapers. People don't listen to the radio. People don't watch TV. So you need to find new ways to try and innovate advertising. I'm sure at one point people thought that seeing ads on the highway mm-hmm. was a giant problem. Like my dad still believes this, that it's like distracting and like, you know, we're more likely to get into a car accident, blah, 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 all this stuff. But like, you can just not look at it. You just not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I think this is just the new norm, yeah. And yeah, like, if I am looking for a new, like, frying pan, I would really like for Facebook to be like, hey, we know you like these types of brands, you know? This Mm. is one of those types of brands that sells frying pans. Thank you, Facebook. Yeah, that'd be so amazing, so convenient. Oh my gosh. It would be cool if they could assign you, like, a... Like a name, like horoscopes yeah, do. Yeah, like, like you're this, this type, type of, of social, consumer. Yeah, yeah. amazing. <laughs> you are Libra consumer. <laughs> Except it would be called like Canon or something. I don't know. Canon? I don't know. 
<laughs> you are a canon type consumer. <laughs> and then like some consumers are like, you know, right wing consumers and everyone knows what their names are. And if you meet someone and you can be like, what type of consumer are you? And if you find out that they're like the wrong type of consumer for you, then relationship issues. Yeah, and, you know what this, I mean, it's a red flag. You know what Eventually, this all comes back to? Like, red flag. What? Capitalism being our new religion. Hell yeah, praise capitalism. You're right, Courtney. It's like different sects of like the circle. capitalism religion, you know? Like what type of consumer yes. are you? Mm-hmm. And if you're compatible with another type of consumer. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh, there's so many ideas here. You could make you could dating Yeah, app? you could make a dating consumer app based dating. on people's consumer <laughs> oh data. Because be you so probably awesome. know so much about that person based on like what they buy. Yeah. You could probably match it to somebody who buys similar things. Oh, that would be awesome. You like match somebody who buys condoms with somebody who like also has birth control because they have similar values. <laughs> they like both don't want kids right now. <laughs> Dude, that would be so cool. Yeah, but you could also just like match like two people who recently bought rock climbing gear, you know, like in the same yeah. area. Those people oh. probably like the same things or like people who like yeah, buy stuff for their cars right, or right to sex. But... <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, my mind my mind jumped a few steps into the relationship. My bad. That's fine. <laughs> That's not important. And if Facebook could just like do that work for you without you having to like have oh, that little great. awkward, you know, mm-hmm. where you're already like you know yeah that awkward moment a few dates in you're in the heat of like, it and you're like condo sure. and they're like no and you're well, like what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> didn't yeah. know you were didn't you were that type of person like. Oh, oh, back uh, still on this um, topic, like, you know how some STDs, you can only sleep with people with that STD. Okay, but this would eliminate they, <laughs> that part of it. But they, I don't they, know if that was problematic. No, 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 no. Because they literally like, there are dating apps for people like with herpes, where you can just go oh, on and date other no people. Way. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. And you can just like literally cool. go on and date other people with herpes because like, if two people with herpes sleep together, there's not really any risk. No one's yeah. getting herpes. And then, like, those people don't <laughs> yeah. have to deal with, like, other people stigmatizing them or, like, judging them because everyone yeah. there is, like, in the same boat. And so these things already exist, mm-hmm. like, these, like, small dating communities, which I think is kind That's of cool. That's cool. I had no idea. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. We could go, we could on, go and on, on and on. But we won't. <laughs> but let us know your ideas. If anyone has any yeah. ideas of, like, a cool spin-off app or something like that that we could make with all this data yeah we got a pitch to it. facebook if you're a software we'll engineer honestly i don't know if we should pitch to facebook but they have I think the data they're kind of snakes already you're right that's a good point but we would have to like ask a yeah. billion people if like they consent to it blah 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 but if we have an app where straight off the bat it's like the data app mm. like you will get data stuff yeah we are collecting are giving all your data your, but not your personal data we're just learning more about yeah, you but you can access yeah. it you can know what we know about you but we will also help that'd be so interesting Girl. we got something that'd be here. so awesome yeah <laughs> we really do this is copywritten if i hear of any one of you coming out with this app i i'm on your ass okay i have lawyers don't cross me <laughs> I know one person in law school, so like, come at me. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> we need to name it. Should we name it after yeah, the podcast? We, or the just, we can call it like very important people, you know? 
Like that's where the un- yeah unimportant. No, that's this. Or we should just call it people. <laughs> just people. Is that a good idea? <laughs> Am I crazy, or is that a good idea, <laughs> Courtney? I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good to you. <laughs> Just your face. I know. I like sigh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I. I think we might need to keep thinking that. I think that. <laughs> Just, just okay. people. Okay. Add me on people. Are you on people? <laughs> uh, do you give your data to people? What about Big Brother? See, that's funny. The BBF. That's funny. Big sister. We can call it Big Sister. <laughs> Big sister. Big sister I love you. that. <laughs> watching you. Because like we're like consent. a big sister. Big sisters like actually look out for like your like emotional mm-hmm. well being, you know yeah that's true we'll tell you what you need to know we'll give you advice on your personality give you advice yeah. on future purchasing future partners whatever you want girl if you're compatible with the person you're with right now <gasps> dude you could, you could find out if someone's people. cheating yeah think about it right if you could access someone else's data okay maybe we need this is where we learn where to set the boundaries on the, the app <laughs> Dr- <drum> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the line has been drawn Guys, you cannot access other people's yeah, yeah. if you're cheating on your partner <laughs> you can data. use our app but like you're a crappy person we'll leave it at that you shouldn't <laughs> but we won't be the ones to tell you that god will tell you that mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Satan will tell you that send you to heaven yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, that is all. (laughs) No more thoughts. No thank. No thank. You know what? Actually, guys, let it first. First, first of all, before we like start getting the wheels running on this one, you should let us know if you think that is this something you would use. Yeah, Yeah. because some people might not like it. Like Like, some people might have disagreed with this entire half of the podcast. Yeah, like we're pretty open about like our data (laughs) online. Not everyone is that way. But let me just clarify: your personal data will not be used. You will be able to access all the data that we have on you. Your data. It'll be like a banking. Yeah, your data will only what? A banking account. It'll be like banking, where like you're the only one who can see your numbers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like you can see your data. We can see it too because we're gonna use it to make your life easier. Well, but, it's between the bank yeah, and the. But oh, you'll know. Right. <laughs> we're the bank. You'll know what we have on you. It won't be anything personal. It'll just be about like your exactly. buying habits, mm-hmm. which everyone is collecting on you anyways. If you're on social media, but we're gonna do it honestly. <laughs> we're gonna tell you about it. Might as well change. <laughs> you're gonna your stab life. me. I, you're gonna I, stab I, me in the back. You might as well stab me in the front. <laughs> that was everything courtney i could not i cannot i i actually can't like i think i need to tap out that was incredible <gasps> that should be our slogan bro if you're gonna so stab me in the back you might as well stab me in the front <laughs> i can't we're gonna invade your privacy but we're gonna do it privately okay 
might as well let me know. <laughs> Stabby in the front, bro. <laughs> Can that be the title of the podcast? <laughs> oh my fucking! Thank you. That was incredible. That was Thank so you. incredible. I actually, I, I'm gonna think about this moment for like the next <laughs> week. Like I'll guarantee you, this is just made my life complete for everyone oh, who came full circle is really it really came full circle listening if this stays on the podcast episode um yeah we had somebody who told us that in like first year at university and we thought it was really mm. inspiring <clears throat> so really? we would quote it all the time because yeah, it's it life-changing you're like yeah you're right yeah <laughs> they were telling us a story like a serious story at this person is just like so in with the lingo and mm-hmm. like so witty with it and just knows how to twist it and turn it into like the funniest fucking things you've ever heard. Like she did this shit all the time. Like she would be telling a serious story and she would pull out some just shit like, like <laughs> you might as well stab me at the back. She's like a modern well day philosopher. <laughs> so <sighs> funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would start laughing and she's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah, straight faced. Was- Oh, iconic. Such an icon. Yeah. Oh, Courtney. Thank you. That was incredible. (laughs) Not everyone can do what I do. All right, you guys, and that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing Lydia's opinion about, um, I mean, not opinion. What did we call it? A, 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 a her Ned talk. Uh, her. We, we haven't come to an idea her yet. Talk. <laughs> Ted is her talking. talk about breakfast. <laughs> and what a wild yeah. ride that was. If you guys were shook the way that I was shook and felt like that was almost like an emotional journey, let us know, because that was a lot for me to digest. <laughs> yeah. Almost, yeah. almost almost like so. breakfast is. Almost like a heavy breakfast. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> full circle, baby. And thank you for listening to my opinion about how social media collecting your data <laughs> isn't a bad thing. Why are you laughing at me? I just can't stop thinking about the stabbing at the back, stabbing at the front comment. It just summarizes your opinion Thank so you. perfectly. <laughs> we're, yeah, there's there's no more brain cells in the studio today. We've, we've, we've completely gone off the deep end over here. But yeah, thank you for listening to my opinion about how social media collecting your data isn't wrong, but they just need to be upfront about it. And like, we can help each other out. <laughs> Yeah, be honest honest about it. (laughs) And if you want to let us know what you guys think, you can head over to our Instagram. Um, You can find us at fairy.unimportant.people on Instagram. You can email us um, at hatersclickhere at gmail.com, which is h8trs clickhere at gmail.com. We're on Twitter which is the unimportant PPL. You can also find us on TikTok if you want. Again, we're not really sure what that is, but <laughs> you can find us. Ask Facebook. They'll know where you to send you. You can do it. We <laughs> believe know. in you. You can find us on TikTok. You got this. <laughs> All right. And that's it for us this week. 
Um, just, just a reminder, if you like the outro and intro music this week, to head over to Colin Bain's uh, SoundCloud and his Spotify to check him out. Um, we really love the song, so thanks again so much to Colin, and have a great...